0: and games technology too it's marcus talking to you. some other musical stuff so six months or so later half a year later how does the ps5 stack up how am i still feeling it am i still in love am i still in the honeymoon phase let's find out so how i'm doing this is i'm gonna kind of go through a A cons first, and then a pros, and then talk about my wish list and hopes for the future. So first of all, it has to be said, and I won't be the first or the last person to say it, the SSD included is too damn small. It's kind of funny, even just looking at the box when I first got it, it doesn't say like one terabyte, it says like 825 gigabytes, (laughs) which is really funny. And then when you actually turn it on, of course, some of that's reserved. So you really only get like 700 some odd gigs. And and that's especially frustrating because, you know, I'm constantly having to do like a a data management dance of moving or deleting something that I'm not playing. And I have to prioritize what games I want to play at any current moment, moving them onto a hard drive or just deleting them because I don't have the space. And with the size of modern games, it's 800 gigs is not enough space. Like, you might be trying to copy over a game that only takes, I don't know, say 30 or 40 gigs, but it it wants you to have like 100 gigs in in order to do that, and it's just maddening. I did notice when I was trimming a clip that that I'd taken, it wouldn't let me save it. It said I needed 18 gigabytes more space to save a smaller version of a file, Like to overwrite it as a smaller version. I was just baffled by that. Finding friends is weird and unnecessarily complicated, especially the way they changed the messaging and party system. It's like three or four clicks just to get to your friends list. I don't know why they couldn't just keep it where it was. And just if you like to play a lot of online games, it's not super intuitive. There are some cool features about it, but. I, I don't personally like the way they did it. And also when you're watching a saved clip and you're like skipping through it, I notice the system music will like bleed in in between the video resuming. It's kind of weird. There are not enough USB ports. I would hope that they would have learned from the PS4 that they need more freaking USB ports on this thing, especially when, especially when the camera, the PS4 camera that you have to use to use PSVR takes up a USB port slot. And it's almost mandatory for you to have an external hard drive because, like I said, the internal SSD is so damn small. So that takes up two right there. I did get, sort of get around this by using utilizing the USB-C on the front, but still kind of annoying. I had had a few different minor bugs. Like Almost every time I boot it up, I have a download or an upload error that I have to manually restart or fix somehow. I mean, I don't know if that's like a Wi-Fi thing or what the problem is. The only really major one, like I said, is the SSD space. It's kind of a joke how small it is, really. Most of the other stuff I can get over, and most of it can be you know, patched out or fixed somehow. So anyway, with that out of the way, let's get to the good stuff. First of all, HDR is great. 4K Blu-rays look amazing. I've got a growing collection now, and it's great because now I feel like I have to rebuy everything in 4K now if they offer it. I will say though that the controls, I don't, I don't like the controls for the video playback, and it's especially weird that it's different if you're watching a DVD, if you're watching a Blu-ray, or if you're watching a 4K Blu-ray. They each have different buttons do different things. It's really strange, and I, I just gave up on it. And I bought, I bought a universal remote, and not the one that's the PS5 remote because that has doesn't have nearly as many functions as you really need. So I bought the PS4 universal remote, and it still works. Uh, I do like the trophy video feature, which I'm pretty sure is a new thing, but, uh, I know the PS4 would let you take, it would take, uh, photographs when you get the trophies and now it does like a little 10 second video, which is pretty cool. Uh, I do like that the, again, I'm not going to gush over the controller again, but one other thing I did like is that they have a microphone included in it and that inadvertently sometimes if I have that or I have my camera plugged in, it will catch me talking, and it's I've gotten some funny video clips that I have didn't realize that was capturing my live reaction to. The controller having the microphone in it is really handy because you can just plug in headphones to it and just talk out of it. And also, if you don't have your headset connected, it will actually use the speaker and the microphone in it so you can just say, hang on, guys, I got to plug in my headset or something like that, or just, just to send a quick message. It's, it's really handy, actually. And I'm not a person who uses voice commands, but if you did, you know, it's very handy for that, too. I do really like what they call the live tiles, which is where you go to a, a game in the menu. It will come up with all these different things, like maybe, um, this particular level, it'll tell you, like, oh, you've only collected, you know, 40% of the things in it, or, or this is your best lap time on this particular track, you want to try again and you can just go down and collect that exact thing and it will take you right to that level or right back to your last save or whatever or right into a multiplayer match of a specific type. I do really like the PS4 game enhancements all the games that have been patched to take advantage of the PS5. It's really nice to play old games with higher frame rate and or resolution, though I was a little bit baffled with the way they did Destiny because you you have to download the PS4 version and then like you download the PS5 version after that, but it still keeps the PS4 version on there even though you don't need it and then you can delete it. While it does have HDR and, and 4K, I was a little disappointed that it didn't use the adaptive triggers. But anyway, this isn't necessarily a system thing, but just kind of the way that the industry's going is the emphasis on frame rate and performance with these new consoles. That's nice to see as a PC gamer because it, it makes me want to play games on on the console instead of on the PC a lot of the times. Because even as a PC gamer I'll admit that consoles are easier. Obviously it's, you know, it's in the living room hooked up to the big T V and the surround sound, so I still love the look of it, looks better every time I see it. It's kind of funny though, they did come out with black and red controllers, but the system is still just white. Yeah. Speaking of PS4 enhancements, I've been playing uh, Spider-Man Remastered, I finally got around to that, and I'm kind of falling in love with it. <laughs> it's really good. It's a good example of the enhancements over the PS4 because I'm, I'm sure a lot of gamers can relate to how frustrating it is. It's adding insult to injury whenever you die. You have to wait for a long, load time to get you back into the game. Thankfully, you shouldn't have to deal with that anymore. So some of my hopes and dreams for the future. As I mentioned in the VR update episode, Sony's officially said that they're developing a PSVR 2, and they've shown off the controllers, and this says they're going to have some of the elements of the DualSense in it, and I'm really excited for that. I want to see more PS4 patches like Crash Bandicoot. I'm sure everybody still wants to have one for Bloodborne. I'm curious to see what the GTA 5, PS5 version will look like, but at the very least, all the first-party, all the Sony games should have patches, in my opinion. Playing playing uh, Spider-Man actually makes me want another Infamous game because I loved, loved, loved Infamous 2 and Festival of Blood. Total wish list thing here, but I really want them to bring back Japan Studio. And while we're on Pipe Dreams, it would be great if they brought back Silent Hills, you know, the game that was supposed to be spawned off of PT, which I mentioned in the physical media episode. I uh, would like to see Firewall Zero Hour follow up with a new, with a new aim controller. Gran Turismo 7. Looking forward to that. I hope that Resident Evil Village gets ported to the PSVR 2. I mentioned GTA 5, but I am curious to see what GTA 6 will look like, if they ever decide to make it and stop writing the Cash Cowboy 5. No shade, just saying. The Last of Us 2 multiplayer, I'm looking forward to that. I would like to see a sequel to The Order 1886, I think it's an underrated game. I liked it a lot actually, although Ready at Dawn won't be making it because, you know, Facebook bought them out. I'd like them to bring back PlayStation Home, like millions of other people, ideally in VR. I would like to see more high-production VR movies. I hope that PSVR 2 has an OLED with HDR and a new AIM controller, like I said. And I'm also looking forward to being able to put another SSD in it because, like I said, that (laughs) that space is just a nightmare. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel. Oh yeah, and I hope they bring back PSX because I need it in my life. That's pretty much all I got for you. Thanks for listening. Movies and games, technology too. It's Marcus talking. Moody to you. Some other musical stuff. Do you enjoy the show and want to help it grow? Don't hesitate. Like, share, and donate.